Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. That's exactly <laughs> what you can do <laughs> if you want to. Does it say welcome in and get some money? <laughs> 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 ladies and gentlemen, if you know what Nicki Minaj is saying, you can send that into Mikey's Instagram okay. at... At Mortgage Performance, please I don't. Think. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> he doesn't want to know. But oh. hey, before we do get into today's episode, mate, I spent an hour and a half. I didn't leave my computer screen. I really wanted to as I was going through every single episode and I was playing the start of each of the songs to figure out what is the intro here. And I didn't let myself move away from my screen and I built the playlist for the people so that they could listen. Is that 300 and... 60 songs or something? Yeah, but at the start... Oh, we start, would have had some repeats, I guess, at some point. There were a few, but not too many. But at the start, I think like the first 100 episodes, I used um, the same two songs. So really, it was only about oh, nice. 200 and something. So Thank God, eh? Yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> kind of grateful. Uh, but also, shout out to the person who then built it on YouTube Music as well. So just, you know, waiting for someone to build it on uh, Apple, if that's uh, where oh, you consume your content. But I've been banging a few of these tunes in the gym. Uh, I hope other people... Have, uh, have found their way to do that. I was surprised by the number of boomers who are already boomers beyond their time. Shout out to the boomers. This is not a, um, a slur on you, but you can tap on the top left corner. Whenever we put something on the Instagram story from Spotify, if you're using Spotify, you can click on the top left corner. It literally says play Spotify. And I put a story saying, did you know that you could do that with an arrow? And I've done countless arrows pointing to it. And people were responding to me like, oh my God, like I had no idea that I could do that. So you literally on an iPhone. I assume it's the same on Android, yeah. maybe not. Do people not know about this? No. Like people Fuck, sorry. Countless messages, people messaging me saying, um, like, what the hell? I didn't realise. And people saying, Man, I, I can't find the playlist, like, please help me out. I'm like, dude, like it says it just, play Spotify. <laughs> oh no. But anyway, hey, we're out here educating people across a number of broad topics, including how to use your phone. And then when you also do click on that play on Spotify when you see it on the story, before you click on the episode leave a five-star review. There it is. Because we've got to get to 5,000. We just have to. You have to. We have to. <laughs> okay, mate. Well, look, there's no limit. That is the tune that we've introed with g Easy, ASAP Rocky and Cardi B. No limit. Perhaps there is a limit because Adrian Orr, last time they said they would uh, do a review of the OCR, they said, look, this is probably the end of the raises and... Today we got a little bit of that proof that, well, at least we have paused because oh, we have. Man. I'm just so fired up, eh? You're excited. Yeah, because the housing market's going to be on fire tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, it's true. Yeah. It's true. We're back into it. We're back. It's, yep. you, know, you know what comes after a pause? A rise. <laughs> well. A purchase. Yeah, a purchase, yeah. a purchase a, of property. A, what, what comes after a, a pause is. A recession. Yeah. Right? <laughs> a recession and a cut. Um, yeah, but interesting, eh? There wasn't. Uh, I didn't. I don't know if there was even a live stream today. I was fuck, man. I've been cranking. Eh? No, so there wasn't. Busy, but I yeah. did read over the notes and stuff. And yeah, it, it seems like the last couple have been very uh, predictable to me. I think uh, what he said in the previous one was that was the last one. Then we probably won't do another one. Potentially, but probably not. But we're looking for the foreseeable future to hold it here. And then today, he said exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, he said, yeah, we're not going to raise it anymore, but for the foreseeable future. I love all these words, eh, that they use, like mm. foreseeable future. Like how long is that? Yeah, and like sustainable levels. Like, yeah. Well, okay, cool, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty funny, eh? But, um, but yeah, they... Uh, 
quite a few mentions of the housing market in the in the notes from the committee that did it. Um, they talked about that quite a bit, saying that they're quite happy with where house prices are now, which, you yeah. know, yeah, it's interesting, eh? Because, like, if you go online, all the comments say that house prices are still too high. Mm. Um, <clears throat> just on that, because, <laughs> little tangent. You've got so much going on in your brain, <laughs> yeah, no. I can feel it, eh? <laughs> Yeah. I was talking with someone the other day, and he was saying <laughs> that... He had a conversation with someone who was like whinging about house prices, how to they're too high. And he said, how much money do you have? And they were like, it's none of your business. And he's like, so if house prices were half what they are now, could you buy one then? And I thought, fuck, that's a quite a good way to handle it. Because the whinger, you know, yeah, yeah, they're not trying at all, let alone, no, you know, it's pretty funny. Anyway, sorry, that was going through my head. But. but just on that as well, so when people say house prices are too high, basically I think what they're really talking about is debt serviceability, right? Because now with interest rates a lot higher, it costs a lot more to buy a property. Mm. So then they're saying, well, I, I can't afford what I would have used to be able to afford. Yeah. So they still think that like they need, in their mind, they need house prices to move to a uh, to give them the ability to be able to buy it, which, is, which has become harder because rates are higher. So yeah, man, these like people can afford. When we're doing it at the moment, you need to show the bank that you can pay a mortgage rate for the loan you want around 9%. Some Sheesh. banks are up to 9.5. Yeah. So it's crazy, like, when I think back that only two years ago, we're probably borrowing, like, three to four times gross annual income now. And at one point, I think it was close to 10 Fuck. It's a massive difference. It is, man. You know, and incomes have come up with wage inflation and stuff, but real wages have been smoked. But yeah, you know, like there has to be that rebalancing, and we've seen that. Yeah. So I, mm. I think the rebalancing will come the longer rates are here. Mm. Because just, and we talked about this a long time ago, and my whole thesis was basically less people will be able to afford this. Yeah. And, and I've actually got a podcast coming out with Taz. Um, we basically, she showed me a home, $3.2 million. She's like, here's where I'd like to live. I said, sweet, let's say we put a million dollar deposit down. Let's see what the repayments are on 2.1 million. She was like, oh my God. She said four <laughs> words very quickly. We can't afford that. <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, how many other people do you think would? I said, A, your expectations need to change. <laughs> and B, I said, B, who's going to the system? Yeah, who's going to be buying these properties? Mm. Like, but, but then you take that back to a 2% interest rate. Okay. Maybe, maybe you can. However, now, if they stay here 5 6 7% for some time, it's just going to strip a stack of people out of the market in different parts of it. Yeah, well, I had a meeting with a client yesterday, and we were, they've had a development not finished, so they've cancelled their contract, and they signed the contract two years ago. And I pulled up all my notes from the very first meeting, and we were looking at it, because um, he was asking, you know, I think I want to do this again now that we've got our deposit back and everything. And the notes from my previous meeting were basically showing what the repayment was versus the rent and, you know, add in rates insurance, basically working out the net yield. Mm. Um, and then we did that now. And, like, back in 2021, for the same property, he was basically cash flow positive, quote, $288 a week. And now it was 250 negative. Ooh. So, like, that has just smoked out investors too. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense to go and buy something that costs you $15,000 a year when you don't really have any hope of be that being made up in capital gain. 
you know, mm. it is it, it truly is hope. Like there's no no science to say like, yep, you're gonna make that back in growth. Yeah. Well so from the investor side we had a client ring today. They said, Hey, need to let you know we're renting out a property that we brought. We brought it uh, recently. Interest isn't gonna be tax deductible for them. And they said, Oh, we're we're topping it up so that it's mm. it's running at a loss, so there shouldn't be any tax to pay. And we're like, Well that's not quite how it yeah. works the other thing that people get confused with is they think the principal part of the repayment oh, yeah. is an expense man no nah no and I have to yeah I have to run through that with a few people because they're like oh I, it, it's costing me so much I must have to pay no tax I'm like mm. nah you can be having those repayments and get a tax bill saying that you turn a profit yeah well this client's going to get a fright because they think in their head they're, they're saying well I'm topping it up therefore it's, it's making a loss we're like well no that's not the case mm. and also once you strip out that the, the interest is going to be the biggest cost on that isn't going to be tax deductible they're going to have to then pay tax as well so they've Ugh. got to top it up even more to pay the tax yeah it's not a nice feeling when you figure out this stuff after thinking that something else worked the other way for so long for so long yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah, but it's a good lesson to put time into learning how it works because exactly. don't go and pull the trigger and call Mikey for an, like When Mikey sits down with you, I'm going to show you. Mm. And you'll be like, oh, fuck, I don't want my approval now. <laughs> and we also did a podcast, I think it's over a year ago now, being like the rules have completely changed mm, in property. did. And we'll show you. We walked through every single one of them to try and help you understand it. Yep. So if you haven't listened to that, you need to go back. I put it on the story recently. So, mm. yeah, yeah, I feel like we've tried to give people the information. But anyway, we can't always cover Back uh, to the OCR. But yes, Adrian. So, we're at 5.5% and held. Um, speculation. Do you reckon that's the right move? Oh, damn it. I was hoping <laughs> I could ask you that. Uh, no, I, I still don't. I think, you know, inflation's above that, right? So, to really tame inflation, to be mm. true to that, you know, you have to have it higher than inflation. Yeah, eventually these are going to cross over and they're going to, there's going to be an equilibrium and they'll say, yeah, well, that was it. But you have to remember, I'm the mongrel that at the start of this was like, inflation's here, we need to fucking jack this thing. Yeah, 400 basis points, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, what's, <laughs> I don't get it. What's the problem, you know? It's not transitory. Yeah. So if you look up what, I think it's Moore's Law. Oh, mm-hmm. no, Taylor's Rule. Shit, I'm all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Taylor's Rule is basically where wholesale rates have to be above the inflation rate. I think it's for three months minimum and that has to flow through the economy. And if you go look at like our two-year uh, swap rate, it's about 5.7, and inflation's last read was 6.7. Yeah. So my theory is that Adrian Orr is trying to work on a knife edge yeah. to try and land this thing. And, man, I, I don't know if he can pull it off or not, but, you know, there's a... Oh, my, I've got I've got two camps. My fears are, there's two things, that it's already overdone and the damage will flow through regardless. So as in, like, I think I, probably six months ago, I was like, when it was at 4.75 or 5, I was like, what's coming with the lag is going to fucking hurt. The difference now is just like, I guess the speed, which he wants to do it at, because when this lag comes through, it's going to hurt. Mm. Um, I think that's one and the other one is that like I opened with the pod and I said I'm excited about the housing market if the narrative gets built around it that inflation is under control because they've stopped and people get excited and be like oh cool it's been fixed I can go shopping again Mm. and we get a second wave which traditionally in inflationary periods is kind of what happens yeah um We've got data coming out on inflation in the next week or two. I think so, yeah. And I'm pretty sure 
judging by the feel of things, we'll see a dip in that. Um, but man, I fear a second rip with it if we if we start off the start of next year or the end of this year with it going back up again. Well, recently some data came out about how much people were spending, and people are still spending like at higher rates than last year. And I'm just like. How? Like, how the <laughs> fuck does that work? <laughs> I just don't get it. But the volumes are slowly starting to decrease, as we know, because costs have gone up. So you'd expect dollar values to increase because everything's more expensive. I went to the supermarket the other day for the first time in some time. Fuck, so did I, man. I got a, I got a shopping bag for $200. I got three items, $19.80. I thought, fuck me, I'm not coming here again. Fuck, I was shocked. I got, like, one of those carry bags. That was yeah. fucking, like, six bucks or some shit anyway. What's having a plastic bags? No, mate, come on, mate. mate. Long gone. But from the so, 1st of July yeah. as well, there's no, uh, there's no, you can't put your broccoli into a plastic bag or anything either. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You just have to put that straight into your trolley. Okay? <laughs> you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. What are we doing? <laughs> um, I don't make the rules. Yeah. However, okay, on that, those two things, because someone asked me this in Methvin when I spoke, they're like, what do you kind of think is happening? And, and I said, well, this is really confusing for me. Like, and, one like okay, my eighty percent of me is like we live in a non-failure society. Mm. Look at COVID. You're like fuck me. The world is ending. We'll bail you all out. We mm. will fucking give you the money. Don't worry. Chill out. You're going to get eighty percent of your normal wage, and you won't have to do anything. Mm. You literally get to sit home. You know, like that is fucking cooked. And now look at all the problems that we're now having to solve off of the back of doing that. So, I I just don't have it in me to believe that we're literally going to let. A heaps of people get obliterated and like yeah. lose their homes or be like, you know, I can't even afford to, to feed my family <sighs> and stuff. I just... I think you're kind of right except for the fact that uh, long-term high inflation is worse than what... Yeah. Than, than a bit of a crash and stuff. So that would drive me to believe that they need to burn it down first. Yes, well, that's my other part. The twenty percent of me is like, or they are going to obliterate like all of us, like well, not all see, of us, but a lot of yeah. But, but the, even you know, you said something a long time ago, and you said you know, there's a lot of people hoping the housing market's going to come down. All good and well, but you have to be careful what you wish for too. Yeah, man, you got to be so careful. I don't think people realize how many incomes and jobs and everything are tied to that. Eh, fucking mental health, like yep. people's spending decisions, their their wealth, their their ego, their fucking identity so much is tied yeah. up in the value of housing in this country yeah yeah um, businesses have got their businesses secured against them yeah lenders have second tier lending uh, and then they also have an ability to call on that property like mate half of the fucking Teslas that are on the shore are secured against houses and they will come like yeah. they will come and say hey you know yeah Hand time, that over. Yeah, sorry. Time, time to sell. A, a bigger bank may say, "Let's find a solution. Let's uh, let's space mm. this over forty years. Let's capitalize the interest at the end." Man, mm. you get some of those uh, more ruthless people that are going to need that cash and going to protect it at all costs. They're going to be like, "Sorry." Mm, and I just, yeah, I don't know. Like, are we going to obliterate people? No, no. The Reserve Bank might try, but the government won't allow it. Yeah, and also, like, if they were going to, these rates would already, the OCR would be higher than five and a half, mm. and it would have happened faster. Yeah, like, surely. Do you think that house prices would have come down the same amount if Kianga Ora hadn't, doesn't have like a first home loan product, which you can do with a 5% deposit, doesn't have 
$20,000 giveaways towards your deposit, mm. doesn't have a partnership scheme where you go and where they own 25% of it or $200,000. Like, take that away. And I reckon there's a bit of a bottom being formed by the government because mm. they know. And they say that, like, you've got those funny clips of, like, the, the debates in 2017. They're like, yeah, oh. we're going to fix this and shit. I was watching it this morning. Yeah. How did you know? <laughs> so good. But, like... You've had your time. You've had nine years. <laughs> it's time to hand don't it listen over to someone. Don't listen playing. to what they say. <laughs> don't listen to what they say. Watch, Watch what, what they, they do. do. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> such it's good hilarious, advice. Eh? Yeah, it's it's such good advice across like even just away from housing. Just you know, I think Gary In Vee general. says that all the time too. He's like, you know, don't listen to what I'm saying, like watch what I'm doing. Yeah. 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 Like there's a f- one of the most famous examples of that was a guy called Bill Ackman. He's a big investor in the States, multi billionaire. And in twenty twenty, when COVID was sort of found in actually 19, 2019, December, in China and stuff, and then it got to American shores and stuff. He was on, like, CNN and MSNBC just yelling from the rooftops, we have to close the borders and all this stuff. And guess who made billions of dollars in a short position when they did it? Mm, him. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what like, he was doing. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's these guys play those games and make billions of dollars of doing it. Yeah. Um, okay, so OCR stays where it is. I feel like this is going to give people a little bit of a sense of relief of kind of like, okay, sweet. But again, remember people that these things can change. And what you said before, um, you said we might get a double dip or a second wave, sorry, it was the terminology. What you mean by that, I assume, is we could see more inflation and then go, fuck, we didn't we didn't get this thing, the genie back in the bottle. Very mm. hard to do. We're going to have to raise rates again. Yeah, but the way that the Reserve Bank is talking is that they're going to try really hard to stay away from that because they keep talking about this is the way they're going to stay, the interest rates are going to stay for the foreseeable future. Mm. And if you think about the path that the Reserve Bank's been on, they were like, a year ago, they're like, we're going to raise rates and put it in a recession. Took that off, raised rates, went into recession. Now... We don't have the data yet, but it's believed from portions of the data that inflation is coming down. Yeah, definitely globally, like America, it's it's coming down really quickly. Um, Europe and England, not so much, but that's another story. And you know, they are sort of ticking off their list a little bit. And you know, there was there's always the lag, and there's more lag to come. So I think. You know, right now and over the next two weeks, as this news becomes more known, I think there will be a bit of a sense of relief with mortgage holders and things like that, and there might be some more shopping. Yeah. Um, whether that lasts or not, I don't know, because like in terms of real numbers, nothing's changed. Exactly. And there's more lag coming. Uh, like there is, it's that classic thing of like interest rates on average are at about five percent, and they're going to six, whether interest rates go up from here or not, mm-hmm. because that lag has to come through. That's 30, what is that? What's 1.5% 1, 1. on $328 billion? Shit ton. Yeah, well that's what's going to get sucked out of the economy without interest rates changing. That's yeah. just the extra cost we have to pay. Yeah. So, you know, that that's, I don't know. I reckon before we get to the end of that, they'll cut them. Yeah, maybe it's already happening too quickly if you look at the sign from the businesses who are paying less tax because their profitability is decreasing. That one uh, sort of, not scared me, but I was like, oh yeah, this is unravelling. Well, because you know what comes next, right? Yeah. 
And we talked about this. Yeah. You've got to lose your job. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't fucking laugh. <laughs> I know, but that's the cycle and it's like, oh, uh, yeah. I, it, it's just like playing out how it's meant to, like in slow motion though. Yeah. I don't know if other people in 08 and stuff could watch it like we're watching it now. No, nah, well, this is the first time I've had a recession that we've basically been told we're going to fucking... Engineering it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually you're like, oh my God, we're in a recession. recession. This time mm. we're like, we're going to put you there. Yeah, so yeah. we've had the benefit of like sitting on the sidelines and watching it slowly yeah. grind down, I guess. When you talk about lag, mate, I just want to um, clarify um, what, what you're saying is basically we've still got interest rates to roll over because debt is rolling off their fixed interest rates and it will get refixed at a higher rate, right? Correct. Yeah, so there's still a lot of that to go. Um, and that means that then there's another squeeze on the disposable dollar. Yeah. So that means that you're going to prioritise paying off your home loan right, and you're going to start to get behind on your buy now, pay later, your credit cards, your car loans to start with, you, or, or you're going to not have the same amounts of um, food or going out for an event yeah. or whatever. You're going to go, you know what, like, fuck, I can't afford to give a gift at this. It just yep. is what it is. You're going to think about Christmas a lot differently. That's what Money Mail was about this week um, to get people thinking about it already. And I did a reel and it was gone. It's gone pretty nuts because I think people are already thinking, shit, yeah, I need to be thinking about this stuff early. So the disposable dollar uh, is going to get squeezed up and that's what going to, is going to create more of that lag too. So I guess um, as always when we do these pods, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thinking, okay, if I have a mortgage, I'm, I'm testing my, if you're telling me the bank's testing at 9%, fuck, I'm testing my budget at 9%. You know, that's yeah, what yeah, I would yeah. be doing. Yeah. I'd be like, cool, I'm going to go rejig my budget that I do and I'm going to figure out what my repayments for mm. my debt would be at 9%. And then I'm going to go work out what my shortfall is. Then I'm going to go and try and block that up by increasing my income or decreasing some costs that I have, whatever. But you've got to take some action as mm. always. And and I know I'm like, I don't want fucking access to debt. I don't want access to credit cards. You know, I want to have an emergency fund that's sitting there, even if it's just a small amount, just so that I know, okay, I can lean on that should something happen. Because the last thing I want to do when I'm already worried about money is go and put myself in the arms of a lender that's like, of course, we'll give you the money. Yeah, yeah. It's only 18% if you miss your payment. That's not even that high anymore. (laughs) 18%. What's 18%? Yeah, well, I mean, we've talked previously in the past about how the OCR can affect all interest rates on everything. And... I shared like a uh, little graph on my thing from American Credit Cards the other day. And in the bottom in 2020, when they cut rates, the average credit card rate in America was 12.95%. And as of today, it's 21%. Shit. So like if you're ending up having to rely on that to meet your living expenses and your Christmas presents and stuff, just remember that interest payment is twice as much now. Mm. And, you know, like, do you want to squeeze yourself that way? Because it compounds a fuck ton faster. Yeah. When you yep. get it wrong. We can wait for the banking inquiry to finish, yeah. where you can simply stop fucking giving them the banking more inquiry, money yeah. you know, that they don't require. I remember yeah. maybe two years ago, you're like, watch, mate, I bet there'll be inquiries into banking and into... Supermarkets and petrol stations. Yeah. Ticked off all three, man. Yeah. There's even, like, like someone's got the job. As soon as inflation passed 3%, I was like... I could, I could, this is what's coming. Yeah. Because they do it every fucking time. <laughs> Just idiots, eh? Oh, my word. It's, it's not because we printed money. It's because price gouging. Fucking hell. Uh, well, interestingly as well, mate, crazy week. One thing yesterday, um, there was a poll came out for Labour and they're losing their popularity. Now, we went to a dinner recently with a politician. We've forgotten to speak about that as well. Oh, but true. Yeah, because it was fucking, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can you explain what it was what? <laughs> well, it was actually nice to be around a whole lot of business owners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, nah, there were some smart comments made. 
Um, However, we didn't leave feeling overly inspired, did we? No. No. Um, but basically, there was a narrative there that, well, you know, Labour have really lost the, the room of the country at the moment. And then there was a poll yesterday to kind of show that up and say, look, this is the, the least sort of favourable that uh, polls have been towards Labour in some time. And I expected, as always, with this shit... Uh, people to come out and be like, oh yeah, it's just a poll, wait till the actual election, that's what matters. And I, th- I agree with that, Like that is what matters, but I actually b- admired uh, Chris Hipkins, it's like, I've got the message, we need to do better, I need to focus more on the things that are, um, you know, that is are that important to Kiwis. Yeah. But what's, when's the election? <laughs> October. Fuck bro, you got like t- eight weeks. Good <laughs> <laughs> so, on you, happy. <laughs> but anyway, today Labour come out and say, "Look, we're um, you know under under my watch." Oh, CGT. They're not going to be implementing that, which yeah. I can't reconcile because if you're if you're basically saying, "Look, this stuff only impacts the rich and it's unfair. They're not paying enough. We need to make this fair. It's you know we need to make it in comparison to the OECD. Mm. You know all the same you know, all the same narrative when it's like, oh, debt earned ours is lower than other OECD countries. <laughs> well, we're one of the only OECD countries without a capital gains tax. They're now saying we're not going to do it, and I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me because if you if you were an out-and-out Labour fan and supporter, today I would be, you know, seriously very disappointed. I'd be like, hang on. You know, I was, the rich. I thought Jacinda was going to do this, and you let me down. Now I thought you guys could potentially do this. You built up all this data. We kind of got the narrative um, on side with it all, and now you're saying you're not going to do it as well. So I think it's another good reminder. Don't wait for the government to solve your problems. I'll tell you, okay, all of the politicians out there listening to this. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I knew we were going to get cancelled eventually. <laughs> If you want to get a capital gains tax across the line, you will never get it across the line in an election year. The only way that you can get a capital gains tax across the line is midterm with the full house. Which you've had. True. They had they had all of the grunt to do it, eh? Yeah. That's so, why like that's why I just don't have you any need, faith. You probably in need cross party. Mm. I reckon. But also, what does this do for the Greens too? Because the Greens are real big on it, and they're like, okay, we've anchored our flag to Labour as well, and now Labour are like, no, nah, we're not doing it. Well, they're not going to have an awkward conversation. Mm. But like, if, if you truly believe that that capital gains tax is what's going to solve it, I just don't understand why you'd back away from that when you say, well, you, you, those people are probably aren't voting for you anyway. Yeah. So what data do they have to be like, you know what, that's the thing we're going to take off the table and say, look, we're going to focus on trying to win some of these votes back because we know that the number one role of <laughs> a politician is to get the vote back. And they're like, you know what, let's not do this. It just mm. doesn't make any sense. Unless yeah. they've learnt that the average person out there is like, stop fucking introducing more taxes or something. Or conspiracy, let's go that way, is that Hipkins is actually going to get rolled uh, and then whoever the leader is say... Labour get in goes well. I didn't say that. Oh, Hipkins said that. Are you are that you was, going down that road? That was under my watch. That was specifically the wording. Was that under my leadership? That wouldn't be happening. Mm. And also, you can say, look, there'll be no <coughs> new taxes, etc. We've heard that before, but then we've introduced them. <laughs> oh, so fuck, that's a yeah. I just yeah. I mean, yeah. The current conditions. If you had, uh, and I was pretty sick to it. I put a lot of time and effort into learning about it. But all of this was predictable. And the next thing that's predictable um, is that we're not going to get tax cuts. Doesn't matter which side's in. I don't, like, you saw, you laughed at my tweet the other day when I replied to National A. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I replied to National on Twitter and called them lies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're just That's full right. of shit, man. Because like, yeah, I, I mean, they said they would repeal the thirty nine percent tax rate for individuals. Opening speech, who, baby. Yeah, who yeah. earn over one hundred and eighty k. Nicola Willis on stage. Bang, we'll do that. Hudson, when he joined the party, he's like, "This is what we're doing. We're removing all these like." Yep. Petrol taxes, and then we're removing the house taxes and the bright line, and then he gets into the budget. Gets into the budget like, for a bit. This is he's tasty. Like, yeah, probably can't be taking that out. No, nah, everything's a bit broken. We actually need actually shit. We might need more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So a fuck corporate just missed by two point two bill. Shit, <laughs> we probably better take it off whoever we can. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, fuck. They're all just losers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think um, like when you see politicians that are sort of meant to be like the tax the rich type um, like Hipkins go back on like that narrative like that that's definitely a sign that people are hurting and telling their people Mm. I think it's really sad you know I think it's um, you know if you genuinely believe that and you you know think that that's going to be the solution when you see a leader like that roll over I just kind of think come on man like and, and I thought the same thing Pussy. about Jacinda. <laughs> Pussy? Well, Stand just, up. <laughs> yeah, we, we know that data came out about um, capital gains and, and whatnot. I laid it out in the money mail. I was just like, look, Jacinda had this. This is what she said in 2017. And look what's happened. The wealthier have gone from this figure. Like, this is this is Labor's data. And it's gone from this to this. They had the opportunity to, to, like, to be able to tax some of that back. And yeah. now, and now we're here, and it's like they've made a big song and dance, and like, ah, oh, no, you know what? Actually, we're fucking, we fucking we won't do that to you guys. What they do, not what they say, mate. Yeah. Um, okay. So as always, team, we need we need to be thinking right. You know, if you have debt that is going to be rolling over onto a new rate, this is a pause, not a decrease. Mm. Don't get a false sense of reality as well. Like, oh, it's all over. I get a, you know, it's great. There's a little bit of a sigh of relief and stuff, but of course, we've still got to watch inflation data come out. But you've got to bring it back to your individual budget. Do you need to be thinking about increasing your income? You know, mm. costs are still going up. They're expensive. I think the costs of um, food supply to supermarkets is still up like eight point something percent from a year ago. Food's crazy, yeah. It's gonna roll into, you know, your own your own back pocket as well. Even we're getting shocked when we're going to the supermarket and we try not to go. That's probably why it's sticking out so much. Yeah, yeah. Um but even, you know, I went I don't know if I told the story, but I went and I rolled through the chocolate aisle and I was just like, I can't justify paying six dollars fifty for a block of fucking Whitaker's chocolate. So there are some good things that happen with inflation. Like I don't really need that, it's not that good for me, but I would love a row every now and then. I'm just yeah, like, Yeah, but the problem what? is when you look at the broccoli, which is good for you, you're like, fuck, I don't really need that right now. That's not a good thing, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I drove past somewhere the other day and it was like two dollar broccoli. I was like, Oh yeah, celebrate <laughs> the clapping and shit. Like, Put them in your weird. wrap them up in pa- paper. <laughs> yeah. Can, um, you, can you freeze them? Okay, yeah. before we go, yeah. One prediction from you. And I'll give you mine. Do okay. you think at any stage in the next 12 months the OCR will be higher than it is today at 5.5? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I, I, just, um, I just don't think inflation is actually under control. And I think it's, yeah, it's probably coming the other way, but I do think there, there may be an increase in it, but I feel like it'll be a, like a power play. Like... We're going to do this. Remember, the, they break for a long time over Christmas as well. Mm, so this over the next 12 months. So, yeah. you know, people, like spending still increasing. People aren't getting the message. Mm. Yep, the homeowners are starting to get fucked. There is a lag there, but I just wonder, is there going to be a bit of a, like, we didn't want you to go out and do that. We're going to bang, like a, we're going to shock you all. And it's like, oh my God, they've lifted the OCR again. However, it doesn't make much of a difference because banks go, yeah, you know, 0.25%. Like, mm. okay. What happened to like swap rates and shit? Since that announcement, 
came down. But okay. they they have been roaring yeah. for like the last month leading yeah. up to the event, so probably good. Mm. Yeah, yeah that, that's my prediction, mate. I would see them. I would see uh, another rise at some stage. I reckon they're done. You reckon they're done? Yeah, I'm, I yeah. reckon they're done. And I think it's a little bit of a mistake today, and we might get a little bit more of sustained inflation. But I think America going into a proper recession which I feel like is coming at the end of this year or Q1 next year, is yeah. going to temp, like really dampen down the world. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. So I they'll sneeze and we'll catch a cold yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're all going to go fuck. Okay. And then I think we'll cut before Easter next year. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. my guess. I've yeah, got no yeah. fucking idea, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, where I was going before as well, it just jogs my memory, disposable income's getting tightened up. I read somewhere that basically like 60% of our economy kind of relies on the spending of disposable income. Mm-hmm. So even a small drag on disposable income can really fucking hurt the economy. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we've still got 12 months of that to go, but those results won't sort of show up until like later on again. This thing, this, the, I think the biggest lesson throughout this, if you've been listening to Keep the Change for some time and like trying to understand this shit, is that this is like uh, like the fucking Titanic moving, right? Mm. They're like these little changes and it's like, oh, well, it actually changes the course massively. Yeah. But it takes so long for it actually, you know, <laughs> go in that direction. And then it's like, oh, my God, we're way off course. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Click Let's it back go the other go. way. And then it's like, oh, shit. And so we do that and we're like, oh, my God, we're fucking that's bold like, there. That's we, what I was saying about walking in the knife edge. Yeah, we bold that country <laughs> in the meantime. Fuck, we weren't supposed to do that. We've just taken out a small village. <laughs> Shit, exactly. but the other way. Yeah, yeah. It is, oh man. fuck! Someone just fell off the back. I feel you can feel it, eh? You can feel like that we're we're walking the the tightrope. Yeah, I had a, a meeting with a business owner this morning, and he said he's like, "Man, you can just feel that it's different out there. It's fucking way harder." I'm like, "Yes, yeah. mate." And I said, "Mate, I need you to be mentally ready for 24 months of this as yeah, well." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, before we go too, um, you know, a lot of employees listen to this and, and business owners as well, but some very concerning data came out of um, Zero today. They released basically a, a report where they interview some of their clients and, and one and two of them aren't paying themselves. So one and two business owners out of this 500 that they interviewed aren't actually paying themselves because they are trying to keep the money back in their business to pay everybody else and pay their suppliers, etc. Now, you couldn't not pay one and two employees. There would be fucking, you know, rallies, there would be protests, there would be shit mm. online, it would go nuts. But business owners will sacrifice and they will go, you know what? But I honestly don't think that that's the right approach long term. Yet we've all got to get through some tough times at times, but that is not good. But the other concerning thing in here, mate, is that Zero says 80% of business owners reported feeling stressed. This is mm. in May to June. 70% anxiety, 60% had trouble sleeping, and 47% said they had lost time of friends and or family over the last year. Additionally, 94% of small business owners said they were not achieving their business goals. Mm. You know, that's 19 crazy. and 20 business owners that are like, we're not getting closer towards our goals. What happens when you're not getting closer towards your goals? What happens? Yeah. You feel fucking dejected? Yeah. Like, why am I doing Fuck this? Yeah, you get... You start you, having hopelessness and exactly you're like yeah. yeah I'm fucking sick of that client I'm sick of that I'm sick of that staff member you I, know fuck I it do, you can go yeah I do wonder like how that data's pulled because I personally haven't paid myself for probably maybe two months but it's in the account in case shit gets hard yeah 
but I set myself up to know that, that like my one was planned. Well, I think one or two of these business owners can't pay themselves anything. Can't. I think. Oh yeah, I could if I wanted to. Yeah, you're a point one percenter. That's like, oh, I'm gonna stay ahead of whatever Just be could gentle, happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, this but will that's, be. That's fucking sad, man. It is, man. Like I don't think people realize. Like even for me, like I'm okay. But even the fact that I'm like I'm not gonna pay myself for two months, I had to plan that for like a year. Mm. And I don't think people realize the effort and risk that goes into being able to get into that position or putting yourself into that position and actually living it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have understood that when I was an employee. No. I would have been like, why the fuck aren't you paying me? Mm, give me more. Yeah. Have you not seen inflation, you moron? Yeah. It's yeah. quite, it's a weird thing that's very hard to explain. But man, yeah, I don't. Mm, that's why I just am such a big fan of. Uh, I don't know how to say it, like leaving people alone in a way as in like, don't judge. Like you've got no idea what anyone's going through, eh? Yeah, exactly. No one knows what's going on under the hood. No. No one. No, visibility is a fake metric for success as well. Yeah. So, you know, your boss might be turning up in a nice car, but they might be fucking having massive fights on the home front because someone's saying, no, we're not going to extend more of the mortgage to help run yeah. this business. You know, yeah. you just do not know. So I think be careful, but at the same time, protect yourself. If you're an employee, you're like, oh, I'm feeling some red flags over here. Like, I pray that you've been listening. I pray you've been putting some funds aside. I think, you know, you want to have a dramatized plan B. What would I, ha- what would I do if I lost my job? Mm. You know, like literally scenario plan that and role play it. And also think about how you can become more valuable. Go, right, are there actually jobs elsewhere? The market is still hot. Someone messaged me this week and they were like, you told me to just be practical. I went back to the two main skills that I'm good at. I made six phone calls. I got offered four different things that I could be doing and I'm doing um, two Whoa, of those. Whoa, baby. <laughs> I love like, that shit, eh? Yeah. And they're like, uh, it's changed my life. I'm clearing debt. Like, fucking here I was thinking I needed to start a business or something. Yeah. You know, there's two things that I want to reiterate to people. Mike and I love business, right? We're both in business. We're not telling you to start a business. Like, nah, that nah, is nah. not the message of this. And secondly as well, no, like, yes, I mug off property, but I don't, like, if that's your goal, I say this all the time. And so when people say, oh, um, you know, you, you kind of make it sound like it's a bad time to buy property. I'm like, I, no, what is your goal? Go back to how to think. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, if that's if that's what you want to achieve and you want to live in it for the next ten years, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, go and get, go and figure out how to <laughs> yeah. do it. And then the third thing as well is, oh, you guys make off university. Um, yes, that one's validated. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, can, you know, I said back to someone the other day. Can you do it and get your employer to pay for it? You know, can you get aligned with somebody that will want to train you? And they're like, oh, so it's not necessarily the uni education, it's the cost of it. I'm like, correct, like that's a part of it. It's a fucking big burden to carry Mm. around, you know, and then having to have the cost of living and all those things. So you've just got to, what's worked in the past in a low interest rate environment, like we're not in that anymore. So your old thinking is not going to work in the today and into the future of where we're going. So stay on your toes. And just for everyone listening, one day I will get a photo of Luke in front of a sold sign. One day, <laughs> and I'm going to share it around. <laughs> oh man, I feel like I'll get so roasted. You will, man. Oh my god, I'm going to have to like really figure out how to navigate. That. I'm going to have to spend some time with a counselor and all sorts of shit to get myself ready for that. All right, uh, let's get out of here. Look after yourself, people. We'll keep you updated as the numbers keep coming in as well. Be good, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Keep the Change podcast. It ain't safe for the-